that we really didn't have yeah. to go to the show. We were just spoofing this. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the uh, we, got we got the Veritas lookalike over here. We got Veritas on the line here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The Hideout. We're really excited to be joined by Veritas for the first of a two-part episode. Please be sure to check out Veritas's live stream on Twitch, his YouTube channel. We'll make sure the links are in the description below. Now let's jump right into the first half of this two-part series. Yo. Everyone would think it was just a deep fake, that we really didn't have yeah. to go to the show. We're just spoofing this. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, we got the... Uh, we, we got, got the Veritas lookalike over here. We got the Veritas on the line here. <laughs> <laughs> You yes, it is I. I said, oh, it's nice, man. It's yeah. nice. It's beautiful out here. You're uh, you're northeast, right? You're uh, up in New Hampshire. Yep. Yeah, I love New Hampshire. I like going up there for uh, for explosives, actually. <laughs> <laughs> for fireworks. Fireworks. Firearms. Cigarettes. Booze. And alcohol, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, what made you pick Arizona? Uh, me and my wife came here a few years back. Uh, she planned the whole thing, and it was uh, it was a really awesome trip. Um, so we've kind of wanted to come back ever since. Um, and uh, she just recently went through. She's a pharmacist. And the company that she works for basically had her get eight additional licenses in eight other states. Wow. So she just spent the last few months just grinding, practicing, studying, took eight tests. She passed them all. She's all done. So this That's is our awesome. celebration. Congrats. Yeah, That's congrats. Amazing. That's a big lift, man. My uh, my girl just passed her boards. She got her master's uh, valedictorian NYU for NP, and she had to take her boards for her new gig, and she's been stressed out. So I, I know full. I, I was like, she finished everything, yep. and I was like, we're going to St. Thomas on vacation. Here we go. Like, And she was like, damn right we are. So I, dude, eight tests like that, I can't imagine. That's and you guys, what, doing like a spa day out there, like spa vacation or just hiking or what are you up to? So we're so we're actually out here with uh, another one of uh, our our another couple who's a, a friend of ours that she works with. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we today we woke up at like the butt crack of dawn and we went uh, ATVing for like wow. four or five hours. So we were just covered. In just orange. <laughs> just, dust. Like clear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we, uh, you know, stopped at the the grocery store on the way back and got supplies because we we first were in closer to phoenix for the first few days and then uh now we're up in sedona so we went hiking yesterday um but th this was the first time yesterday or the day before that we came to this place and it's literally 10 miles of the rockiest craggiest and we have a fucking minivan that we rented <laughs> so, i'm probably gonna have some keys to pay back i'm probably there's probably some plastic parts <laughs> Uh, just a few few bashes on the the cross members. Just tell them it was there when he got it. That usually works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they didn't do the whole walk around like yeah, they normally like, do. It's so, uh, it's on there. Yeah, that's always been there. <laughs> but it was literally forty minutes before we get to a concrete road. So I'm yeah. like, we're not we're not leaving. Like, <laughs> you know, especially for <laughs> drinking. So uh, we got everything we needed. 
Cool. Well, dude, thank you so much for, for doing this. This is so awesome. I just really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I mean, this I, I, I love doing this kind of thing. This is awesome. Yeah, we're thanks brands, for inviting me. We're brand spanking new at this thing too. We just we've been playing Tarkov for years. We're like, you know what? We we crack a lot of jokes on our on our Discord. We should just do a podcast. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, let's give it a go. See what let's happens. give it a go. We're entertaining, right, boys? We can do yeah, this. I think I'm funny. <laughs> it's the it's honestly one of the best decisions I I think I made in my content creation career was was starting a podcast, and it was something that I didn't think was going to turn into anything. And now I feel like it's one of the most, I don't want to say successful, but I just feel like because it's not solely me, yeah, you know, it's me and Jesse and it's a yeah. secondary kind of like brand that I just feel like there's a lot more staying power. There's a lot more value. There's, you know, uh, it's, you it's an interesting dynamic. And you guys work well dynamic. too. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's a good dynamic How, did you guys know each other before tarkov before like playing on that side of things were you guys like you know friends at all before that or was it something where you met through gaming or is it really you met through the community like how did that come about I... yeah so I, I remember i mean he came across my radar i don't even remember exactly how um i remember he was like kind of the one of the newbies in like the new kind of wave of content creators and i say new but there's been probably newer waves since then um but uh but he, he came in and i was just super impressed with him as a person just his personality you know his the quality of his work his just like rationality maturity like he just he stood out to me as somebody who i had a ton of respect for so when i decided i wanted to do a podcast um, i didn't want to do it by myself he was the natural choice for me um, and then he had been, we had been talking a bunch. He had mentioned, you know, that he, he was interested in doing a podcast. And this was about the same time I was interested. I'm like, let's just do one together. You feel free to do your own thing, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I just, I just threw the idea out and he said, yeah, let's go for it. And we messed around with some ideas for a week or two in Discord. And then fast forward a couple of weeks and here we are. And now it's, we're 70 episodes in. So. Yeah, you guys are it's it you guys gel really good together and it's it's just easy listening and it's it's entertaining. Yeah, he's he's like probably the best co-host I could ask for probably yeah. to like my own detriment cuz he's he's too he's the most reasonable, rational, like easygoing dude, so, he's so I tend happy. to talk too much and rant, you know. He he's so happy and he's like your biggest fan it seems sometimes it's just it's 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 great. Yeah, one of his one of the first videos, it's funny. If I had to guess, it's probably one of his least liked videos. I, I, I haven't looked at it since he first came out with it and it had like seven views. But there's one that's like becoming a legend. And this was before um before we were doing the podcast together. It was when we were just kind of like acquaintances in the Tarkov community. And it was like you know him like becoming Veritas. He had like the headband on, and he stood up at the guitar <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm gonna uh, that up. And it's just so, it's just so funny now because you know he's just as if not more successful, you know, than I am in many respects. So it's just funny where it's like <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't privated the video yet. You know, <laughs> yeah. hide the past, keep the skeletons <laughs> in the closet. 
that's that's cool to see. It's cool to see like the you know the human side of it, like coming up and, and kind of grinding through that, and then you guys connecting and putting something together, and that content just having such impact on on so many people. It, it really does feel like you guys balance each other out really well, because like I feel like you're more kind of hyper analytical and you dive down to the nitty gritty. Like you always strike me as someone who. Like if you don't know something, it bothers you. So then you got to like pull up the threads until you figure it out. And I, I feel like I'm kind of the same way sometimes uh, in in aspects. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so OCD with this stuff. But like, it's it's nice when someone else is doing it and you get just get to reap the benefits of it. And then yep. on the balancing side of that, you have, you know, Jesse who's just like super chill, laid back, like, hey man, we're going to figure it out, you know? And it's 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 cool to see that dynamic that you guys do. Yeah, I think it's like changing a little bit, a little bit more. It's kind of morphing because sort of where I was at when I when we first started working together was kind of like where he is now. You know, he's like on the same trajectory, but just like behind me. Um, so he hadn't been playing Tarkov long enough to the point where like everything, you know, when we first started, everything was positive. And then it kind of got to the point where like all of a sudden he started to get a little bit more jaded, you know, and it was it was like, <laughs> which actually made me feel good because I felt vindicated, like, good, I'm not the grumpy, you know, even the reasonable guy can get a little bit frustrated, you know, after after so much time. Um, but um, but sure. yeah, you're right. It's, it's the perfect balance. I think I heard that episode. You're like, yes, yes. Come to the dark side. <laughs> join me. Join, join me. me. That's kind of funny. Yeah, because if I mean Jesse's the most reasonable, level-headed dude, so if he comes to the over time, comes to the same conclusions that I do, it's like vindication for yeah, me. Justification and, you know. that like the whole you had it right the whole time. And I'm that much of an asshole that vindication is like <laughs> my favorite thing ever. I have a song called Vindication that I think is maybe my most popular song. I don't I know the scav the new scav song is going to blow up. I think. Yeah, that's we'll, awesome. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Although. Billy Eilish is going to make all the money from that one. No shit. <laughs> it's it's already been copyright claims. We were talking uh, the other day. You know, do you follow any NASCAR by chance? No, no, not in a while. I know my um, my in laws. They they love it. Do you know you must know Kyle Busch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're like the Kyle Busch of Tarkov. You know, you're just like the enemy, but you just you got to respect him because he. He's, you know, like Kyle Bush, he drives the shit out of anything and he's awesome at it. And with Tarkov, no you're Bush the guy is. that I don't you know Kyle Bush either. have everything yeah. all all dialed in, but you go to Reddit and you just like, why? You know, it's just it's interesting. And then like you just said, you just vindication. He's gonna get a kick out of he's gonna get a kick out of that metaphor. I'm gonna tell him as soon as I get back. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious because the Canadian's the one talking NASCAR right now. What is what is going on? We're all like, oh, they got cars oh, up there oh. in Canada. Do you? Yeah, I thought you guys just run. Not, not just old Mounties, moose. Fair enough. It's the Fair enough. So you guys, are you guys all, you all streaming on on Twitch and or YouTube or other platforms or what? No, just well, we just started, you know, the hideout, and we just spun up a Twitch off of this, and we got our YouTube channel, and you know, we're going to see how it goes. It just really started with us, you know, just want to talk about our, you know, what we run into in the Tarkov, the what we like, what we hate. You know, we just last week we did an episode about Tarkov etiquette, and you know how you, you know how does everybody have fun in Tarkov because it's varies. <laughs> Tarkov you know, isn't fun. 
<laughs> yeah, don't say that too loud because Nikita, Nikita will not like. Well, We've also had some some squad drama, so it was it was kind of just some discussion about that too. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, like I have I have had a Twitch for a while now, and I I haven't really had the balls or the wherewithal to get it going and actually just start streaming right and we've always talked about it and uh, i i hand this over to somebody new for for pushing it and just being like fuck it let's stop talking about it. let's just do it like who gives a shit we're gonna give it a go yeah. and whatever if it bombs bombs like whatever uh you know and and it was like all right let's let's do it and instead of thinking about all the ways i can make it great and and it was just like let it roll man and just see what happens and i you know thanks to them for that push because literally you know i have a twitch and i i all i do is kind of check other people's stuff out <laughs> and the one thing we I mean, want that's... to do different than other people is you know have people like you the content creative community come in and just see a different side of you like they see you every day you know from from your battle station and just see you in a different different you know sort of format yeah yeah for sure i mean i think that's how so many popular endeavors you know in content creation start just by being like fuck it let me try it out and i mean the benefit is if it fails by definition that means nobody saw it so so who cares that's so true wow that just that's going to be the bump into the podcast it's just that right there you might as well clip it now yeah (laughs) (laughs) fucking boom yeah right okay but i mean like that's that's I mean, when I I first started, nobody has seen any of the shit that I did when I first started because it was all on my Facebook, my personal, like real life Facebook. And it was all PUBG back before, like when PUBG was really on the rise. So those those videos, if I go back, first of all, it's like hard for me to find them because I didn't like tag myself in them. It was mostly just like bragging to my one or two college friends that <laughs> played PUBG, but nobody gave a fuck. You know what I mean? Nobody cared. I have like um, terabytes of motorcycle footage from PUBG. Terabytes. <laughs> it was so much fun just going to ride a motorcycle, do backflips all day. It was so much you fun. You got to drive right through the the explosion zone. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I mean, I've got literally, so I, I started playing PUBG I don't know, halfway through like 2017? ish or something like that and it was mostly just me and i had one friend that i played with so i was it was i would play in um uh oh i see it am i good you're good right on um yeah so it was I, I would always play squads even if i was solo just because i liked having more targets <laughs> uh, fusion of responsibility you're not taking all the hits <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And um, so, I mean, I would, uh, you know, and if you roll up on a car, you know that there's four, you know, four enemies. That was more fun. And at the time, it was admittedly like everybody was terrible at the game. So it was much easier to win. You know, like there was a period of time for a couple months where I was like top 10 in North America for for solo first person, which is like it's easy to say when nobody's playing the, the game that, you know, is any good. If I play now, I get completely destroyed. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I have so many highlight videos, and now it's cool because all of that content to me that was like my that was how I learned how to edit. That was how I learned what was what worked and what didn't work. And even though like those videos have like seven views, 
like nine, eleven, like no, there's like single digits. It's like terrible. But now the cool part is that like I have a Patreon, and now there's people who like want to see stuff that's never been seen before. Right, so now it's like, oh, there you archive. go, the archive. Footage. I just go into Facebook and download the 720p videos, and <laughs> it's like, amazing. look at all this. That's amazing. Um, so, bro, when you make fun of me for having hundreds of thousands of terabytes on a network attached storage of the archives that will never be released, just wait till we're all super famous and then people will pay for that content. I'm you just have, the, he I'm has curve. GoPro footage. He has like so much footage. GoPro one. <laughs> the so much Dude, footage. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a footage hoarder too. So, before, before I did any content creation, when I was in grad school for computer science, um, I worked um full time at an indoor skydiving wind tunnel uh and i have a few thousand hours of body flight in the wind tunnel uh <laughs> Always i had to, I had to, to go that. and take that i had to take that account and like basically make it private because it was like my name right. and i'm like shit people are going to be able to like recognize oh, you know <laughs> so That's i had to go funny. make it all private but i've got thousands of hours of me competing in like national level indoor skydiving body flight competition and doing all kinds of crazy free flight flying around so and cool. um but that was actually the beginning of my of my like video editing i mean like i think the first video i made was literally imagine dragons like um <laughs> what the hell is the song radioactive you know like unironically you know like flying up in the air when the beats <laughs> dropping kind of thing like so cringy but like um but at the time it was awesome and was you were amazing. and you were kind of fumbling through it and just honing your skill set. Yeah, and I mean honestly like those that only got viewed by my Facebook friends, but you know, it was me just learning how to collect footage, get it from a memory card onto a computer, figure out how to store it, figure out how to break it down into highlight videos, which is like invaluable because that's effectively what I do now with a little bit of a different workflow. So, right. I'm with you, man. I've got I've got like big old hard drives that are full of like the the worst ever. I mean, if it was video game gameplay, it would be like coming in 70th in PUBG. Like not <laughs> nothing good about it. And I just I can't delete it. Yeah, I just can't. I, I might need it. I might yeah, need you it. You gotta get it off the hard drives, man. You gotta get go with a cloud backup solution. Come on. I don't trust Well, I mean, now I have that, and now I have a NAS, and you know, a lot of my stuff just ends up on Dropbox and a few other different places right. where you know, but I'm, I'm Lobo's going to try to sell him something here in a second. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you need? Yeah. Hey, what do you need? Let's talk offline. I can tee you up real nice. <laughs> now, now that I have, now that I have uh, editors and by editors, I mean, 1.2 editors sort of working on a few things, but it's like TikTok and YouTube and stuff. And I'm, I'm trying to, I want to offload as much as I can because I've got, I've hit my limit of time I have to do anything um you know yeah. so i at this point i just need help but but yeah i'm running out of hard drive space and remote hard drive space and would love to find something so let managed, me know manage data center don't worry i'll get you all set up <laughs> right i was wondering that today how much time do you get to actually view content since you spent i mean it's got to take you so much time you put out so much content and you have so many interests and hobbies it's got like how much time do you actually have to actually view content Oh my god! Like as a, I mean, I was just thinking viewing my own because I have to like review everything to figure out if it's even right. content worthy. Right. If you're talking about like for my own enjoyment, like in my free time. Yep. Not much. Easy. 
honestly, these days it's, you know, I'll stream all night, I'll get in bed and I'll throw on a podcast and I'll fall asleep in like an hour to that podcast. And that's pretty much it. That's the extent of it. So. About what about in the evenings or whatnot with your wife? What are you guys watching anything together? What shows are on the. These days. No, because we've sort of hit a little bit of a rut. We used to watch. Um, well, I mean, we watched when we first started dating, this was 10 years ago. We watched lost like three times oh, all yeah. the way. Through. Um, I fell off. I fell off towards of like the last season. Yeah. yeah. We watched all of house. Um, and then we went on a, a little bit of a binge where we were watching um, just shit tier content like uh, Parking Wars. Yeah, you, you guys ever watch that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like the parking the, meter people or, or they, the, the, the tow truck? Right? And what's their name? The yeah, they they boot, woman, right? they, they boot them, they they tow them, they ticket. It's that's it's, yeah, that and we would, is amazing. It's on True TV or something, right? It's it's amazing. They're I like, caught my wife watching uh, Shipping Wars, which is like some TLC show about some ship. Like it's just a nightmare. These people I have no idea what they're doing. They're shipping stuff, but it's like seriously, it's like from 2015 or. Something. Yep. Yeah. yeah no, we we, we, we were watching this? that back when it was back when it was a little bit more popular. We'd be watching that. Um, but uh, but honestly, our our favorite show to watch, and now it doesn't exist anymore, but is Cops. We've gone through and watched Cops, uh, every episode of Cops for... You can't go wrong with Cops. <laughs> well, it's coming back, actually. Is it's, it? Is yeah, it? in a couple of weeks. Are yep. they coming back? Brand new brand new Cops episode, yeah. Again, the Canadian surprises me. He knows, he knows the, the, the number one American, yeah. you know, true core American oh. values TV Apparently you're not the only one waiting for it to come back. Yeah. I'm so, so excited. I mean, yeah, we, we love... We we like we know you heard it here first. We, remember, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're breaking news. Exclusive, right exclusive content exclusive we have. Content. If you watch all of cops, you'll you'll realize that like across like four different seasons, there's one guy that we called fence guy, and no matter what, he's always chasing somebody, and he's always trying to scale a fence, and he fails four different times in four different seasons, four different ways. One time he tries to jump over the fence and it just hits him in the knees and he flips Ooh. over. Ooh, Another time he's he's kicking the, the there's like a picket fence and the dude's kicking the picket fence over and over and over again and then his partner comes up and opens the gate and walks through. <laughs> no. like, the cameras are rolling. He's got to show off. <laughs> fence guy, you'll notice. I'm telling fence you, guy. when it comes back, I'm you'll see. An eye out for fence guy, I like this. Now, what about Tarkov? hooked you in so after PUBG came to tarkov you know what was that thing that just like shit this game is good oof i mean it was just that there's something about tarkov's progression that is unique in that it's not just progression it's like progression plus inventory i guess like i i don't know you guys know what i'm talking about but i don't know how to really fill it where other games have is you never make negative progress, right? It's always you're just slowly leveling up, and if you do yeah. bad, it just means you don't you level plot, up. You just right, try you again. Know. Tarkov is you can put a bunch of money down at the blackjack table and lose it all, and then it's like so. It, 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 honestly, it's it's all of the elements of gambling and all of the elements of first person shooting, progressive progression, all that stuff built in yeah. the one. 
Yeah, if things don't go well, you're selling yourself on the corner to get a Ketter and a, and a level three armor. You're like, Give me a back and a Ketter, man. Please, man. I need some help. Too many back alleys in customs, trust me. <laughs> yeah, the game is video game crack. It's, you know, we got all yeah. got hooked on it. It ruins it. It ruins it every ruins single other game games. we ever try. It's it's tough to get that. The, we were talking about it last uh, last cast, and it was well, yeah. It, I'm actually curious. Like you've been playing this for a long time on a on a highly competitive level, right? We're just you know four average average schmucks over here trying to, trying to have some average. fun. Yeah, well, what, what, three I, average. I, I, that was, that was me not long ago. The only difference between me and you is three years of streaming it. Right, that's the only difference. Right, but my question for you is: Do you do you still? get like i play this game because i i physically will get the shakes after encounters right like you get the adrenaline buzz and there's very very few games that you get that from like you're saying PUBG, the final circle you know or maybe because it's all or nothing in that moment and you've been playing for 20 minutes but like yep. The, why i play tarkov these guys were all playing before me they're like you got to check it out i finally you know was like all right i'll do it and the first five raids you get that instantly like the first raid i was like all right that sucked i got shot in the head i never saw the guy like this is bullshit then i was like started to get the dynamic a little a few raids in and those encounters i was like <gasps> and you like get out of them and you're like oh man buzzing and then again it happens again and you end up being on a 30 minute raid with five or six encounters with you know and half the time you're like it's a scav i have nothing to worry about but then you get head eyes and you're like, God damn it. Now I got to be on, on my toes all the time. So like that yep. dynamic is what, what hooked me. I mean, you don't get that from playing other games really. No, no, not at all. I, I mean, for Do me, you still get that though. Do you still get the little buzz or is it, are you just nah, not into it? Here's the deal. When, when, when I see the, the, the number of situations where I get that is much smaller before it was like every engagement was that. Now it's if I'm like chilling in a corner, bandaging up from some scav fight, and I see like a guy run, and then a guy behind him, and then a guy behind him, and then a four man. It's like, oh, like let's go, you know, like yeah, you he gets he gets Chad elbows. <laughs> that's that's exciting. That's when it's like oh, this is gonna be amazing, not just for the experience, but also for the content. Right. So then, what happens when you go? you know, bang, bang, and then they freeze in place because of, of, you know, the net code or whatever. And then <laughs> it basically feels like every time you have an opportunity, the opportunities are fewer and far in between. And then when those opportunities don't go the way you want, it feels like, and I'm sure some of the time it's bullshit and some of the time it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm only reasonable half the time and the other half the time I'm like everybody else where I'm, you know whining for no reason but like it just feels like it was stolen from you yeah so these yeah. days it's like now only five percent of the time i have these heart beating moments yeah. but 50 percent of those times there's some bug that i've been bitching about for a year that ruined it so that's why it's you know it's hard sometimes to stay so positive because it's like you can only get that high if you get the perfect, you know, the good stuff. Right, you're chasing you know? it. You're chasing yeah, that high. Chasing that like, high and it fades the more, yeah, the more you get. And again, obviously playing, you know, as much and on, on the level you do, you, you're in those situations. You start getting more comfortable. Oh, there's only two of them. 
right? Like I see a two man and I, I start shaking. I'm like, oh God, I got to get into this, do that, try to plan it out in my head. And before I know it, it all, it all goes to hell and you're, you're you know, you're limping away, pulling the most inside arm to try to take somebody out on the fly. Like, like, so I, I, I guess it, it makes sense that the more and more you do it, you know, obviously it fades. It's like anything that's adrenaline based, right? Like, why do people go skydiving? Because they get that crazy buzz of adrenaline. But after they jump a thousand times, they're no longer getting that same buzz. Then they want to push it. They want to pull the chute later. They want to get into some other version of it that makes it more challenging. So like that, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you're, you're constantly making decisions that make it more, a little bit more dangerous. You're pushing the limits, which would end up being you know, an amazing clip or an amazing highlight because there's nothing I'm going to do that I haven't done in the last 300 highlight videos. Um, you know, so, and, and actually me and, uh, me and Jesse were talking about this a bit. And then I was uh, talking about it also on, um, the history of Tarkov episode two, just talking about how, like, there's so many more, I feel like when I first started, people were still asking the question and there was 12 people in the category is Tarkov oversaturated? And people were asking it back then. And I was like, yeah, probably, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to try anyway. And then now people are coming in saying, is it oversaturated? It's like, I mean, I don't know. Like it really depends, but there's so many, there's so many people now when you go into the Tarkov category that are between a thousand and like 300 viewers. When I first started, it was basically deadly slob at like 1200 cotton at like 1100 1200 and then the next person was at like 50 viewers yeah and then all of us were at 2 to 12 and that was it now it's if if you go to my channel and you do uh the command exclamation point streamer tips i i made this command like two or three years ago this clip and honestly it's still like it still holds up basically someone says do you have any advice for new streamers um and I've, I've heard that question asked a million times and every streamer that I've ever heard answer the question, they say consistency, just be consistent, which is like, it's not wrong. It's just not right either, you know, because look at all the people that have been streaming for three mm -hmm. years that have five viewers still, right? Like it's not, it's sufficient, but not necessary. Wait, no, it's necessary, but not sufficient is what I mean to say. Right. Um, you need to be consistent, but you also need to stand out in some way. You know, you need something. So that clip is literally me. I answer the question by saying, okay, look at this. And I capture my screen and I go to the Tarkov category on Twitch. And I scroll down and I scroll and I scroll and just page after page after page, you know, 20, 40, 60, 80. And I say, why is anybody going to watch you? Why is anybody going to like, how, first of all, how is anybody going to click on your stream? I'm just scrolling. Like, what are the chances they're going to click on it? Where are they going to come from? Right. Is anybody going to scroll down to the 90, 19th page of the Tarkov category and click on that's, the third row over and the fourth column down? Yeah. That's like going to the you second know? page of Google. You just don't do it. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I'm like, real hard up. There's a second page of Google? If you didn't, no, are there is. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, yeah see? So it's that. It's, it's, so why would, how would anybody get to your stream? And if they get there, What's going to keep them there for more than four seconds before they realize, eh, you know, click away, whether it's the quality of the audio or the video or whatever it is, right? Like whatever right. The, the title, 
whatever petty reason there an ad right. showed up or it didn't show up, you know, whatever. And then if they do stay there for more than five seconds, what are the chances that they're ever going to follow you? And then after that, what are the chances that when they follow you, they don't just unfollow you later and they forget who you are? Yeah. You know, what are the chances that they come back? Yeah. And it's all like, I mean, my, my bachelor's degree was in business um, economics and marketing, basically. So I think of it all just like a giant funnel where it's like the number of people on Escape from Tarkov watching, you know, on Twitch watching Escape from Tar Tarkov. Then it's like the number of people that would ever scroll to whatever page you're on. Mm -hmm. Then it's the number of people that would ever click on you. Then the number of people that would ever follow you. The number of people that would ever come back and then would ever come back in second or third time. Um, and honestly, I can say for me, the most important part of it was probably that I had guitars hanging on the wall. And as soon as someone would come in, I would instantly, like for weeks, I would stream and nobody was there. As soon as anybody would comment, I would be looking at chat every two seconds, even though there's nobody there for days and days because I didn't want to miss anybody. And that like yeah. me being neurotic yeah. probably is what, you know, helped because there are plenty of times where I'll show up to someone's stream as, you know, Veritas with the check mark, which like, it means something to me, but it means something different when I show up and I'm like, Hey, and people are like, is that the real Veritas? You know, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just a dude, you know, like, what's up? Hey, trying to catch some vibes and just see what's going on, see what people are up to, right? But, um, yeah, exactly. But so then it's like, I'll show up and I'll say, like, hey, what's up, man? And I'll wait 10 minutes before anybody says anything. And it's like, because they're just not paying attention. They're not right. paying attention to the chat, which I mean, that's going to try to signal people to like, yeah, I want to go back. The guy was nice. He talked to us and he had, yeah. there was a, engagement with his There's some sort of banter right it's yeah. not just yeah. you know watching gameplay yeah so it's tough i mean really like you need to you need to every single element that you have that could potentially market to or retain people that come in to whatever content you're making like each one of those is a tiny percentage of a chance of retaining them yeah and you so you need to like try to maximize as much as you can each of those things so like somebody would come in and i'd be like hey man what's going on uh, you like music i got a guitar here what's your favorite song and now i'd have them for two minutes <laughs> you know what i mean they engage weren't gonna leave that engage the audience yeah, for sure. yeah so i mean that that's what helped and then my first you know and I'm, I'm getting a little bit you know ahead of myself here but honestly my first real raid that i ever got from a streamer of like double or triple digits was literally it was from two streamers that were streaming they were doing duos in tarkov and it was odd boss o-d-d-b-a-w-z and ripper 203 they were both playing tarkov and they both raided me and the reason why they raided me and i went back and i watched the vod and for the first like six months i streamed every time somebody raided me i would go back to their vod to the last two minutes and figure out why the hell did they choose me all right um, and it was because somebody who had been in my stream before had said, Hey, go check out Veritas. He's really cool. He plays guitar. So they were scrolling down like embarrassingly far. Like, I don't, I'm not finding the guy, dude. You know, and I had like three viewers. <laughs> They're like, he's on page 76. And then finally he finds me and he sees in my thumbnail, just because, you know, most of the Tarkov streamers at the time just had the green screen, which is like cool and immersive and looks like pro. But at the right. same time, it's like, 
any you know a bunch of floating right. heads versus someone who looks like they live in a cool st- i mean it was just my office with my guitars hanging on the wall nothing special you know with some like led lights i got on amazon shining up like green or whatever yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were like oh this looks cool he's got a cool background yeah let's go host him and then it was like all of a sudden 150 people were there yeah and and from that just because as soon as they came in I instantly was like, hey, guys, what's up? You know, I pulled out the guitar. I did my whole spiel, but I was like, you got a request? You know, like, thank you so much. I'll play a song for you, whatever. And and this is before DMCA goodness. Um, (laughs) But, you know, from that rate of like 200 people, I think I probably got like 150 followers, which if you've ever been a part of a raid, there are times where I raid and it might be at the end of a low, you know, a long stream that was like maybe chill. You know, I played Tarkov for five hours and then i played like power washing sim or like minecraft for like five hours so most of the people that are there it's like half of my normal audience and they're all asleep and they might get three followers from 500 people right so it's just like all about that audience just happened to have been pumped up and i impressed them enough i guess to stick out yeah um and then from then on like every big raid that came in of like 100 people or more you know i retained like 70 or 80 percent of those people which is like pay attention if you're ever in a stream and you see someone get raided and they go rated for 12 people 20 people 30 people usually their their numbers will go up and then almost instantly go pretty much back down to like where it was yeah um your goal is essentially to try to limit the loss yeah um yeah i've watched i've watched jesse in your stream when you guys raid somebody else and then just i watched that same thing i'm like okay who's gonna stick around am i gonna stick around and what is gonna make me stick around because i was watching veritas i was watching jesse there's a reason i was watching those guys am i gonna stick around for this new guy that they just kicked me over to so yeah valid point it's uh it's all about the numbers and how are you going to retain that audience i still remember i still remember the day that slush slush puppy had raided um, Slush Puppy, who's another member of my team with Pestily mm-hmm. and Sigma and Ghost Freak and Anton, um, we uh, he had said something about like, oh, I raided, I raided this dude, and you know he he retained a bunch of viewers, and he looks like he was popping off. And then Pestily raided him in like the afternoon, and then I raided him at night. And at the time, he you know had like triple digit followers, and that's landmark. Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> and oh, it was shit. like he had been streaming. He had been streaming for like a week and a half. And he got partner two weeks later, and then now he's the biggest Tarkov streamer. Yeah. I hadn't even, none of us heard of him. He was just a dude that retained a bunch of viewers from Slush or whatever. And, you know, because of a combination of his skill level and his I'm background. sure not for nothing, dope bat, the dope guns in the background. That's yeah. cooler than guitars. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so you guys are to blame for Landmark? Is that what you're telling us? It's, uh, it's all your fault. You made landmark. No, I'm kidding. No, I like uh, him. He's, he just I, makes me so mad that he's so good. It's yeah, I know. I just best. watch him just like school like, five I'm man. So I'm like, what? Game. I'm like, I died after killing one guy last night. Like, what? What? What is he doing? What am I what not am I, doing? Yeah, what am I doing wrong? I put it's down like one or two people. Oh, I bet. That's that is fun because when he get he's so popular that it doesn't even matter. All like right. he, he can't he, he can't control that fandom so right. instantly yeah, as soon as sure. someone's like, I think that was landmark well then they're going to go into his stream and say something he's got twelve thousand <laughs> viewers and yeah. i've got 700 and all of a sudden my, you see my viewer count go seven 
750, 800, <laughs> 900. And then all of a sudden it's like, you got wrecked, you got wrecked. Oh, yeah, you got everyone's wrecked. like, look at that, you punk ass, you're a bitch. The, and you're like, oh, no, get him yep. out of here. They're like, like yeah, they're like the Phillies Eagles fans. Even if they win, they're gonna raid the freaking streets. That is a great. Uh, <laughs> Got to grease those point, light poles. Right? If, uh, right? 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 Gotta, you need a bunch of horse-mounted police officers and grease yeah. lamp poles. When <laughs> and of course, like, I've talked to Landmark a bunch, like off-stream. So it's just like, GG, GG. You know, like nothing yeah. but respect to yeah, each yeah, other. Sure. But, but some contingent of the community like wants there to be something like, oh, what do you think? He got wrecked, and it was like, what do you want me to say? What like he sucks and that he doesn't deserve to be popular? Right. Like that's what they want me to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's not gonna better. happen. There's a group of people that are just toxic, no matter what. You know, it could. It, it's the internet. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, and they the they have they have the loudest voice. Like just like for Tarkov, you go into Reddit and you just you know it's just. Oh Even God, Nikita had to comment about, you know, the negativity. And it's like, they're making a great game. And, you know, don't complain about, you know, you've, you've bought this game. They're changing things. You got a thousand hours in the game. You got your money's worth at bare minimum. So just, you know, that's what it is. Don't get me wrong. Complain, but don't like try to make your life mission to destroy, you know, something that so many people enjoy. And I think that's what I like, Veritas, about your the podcast as well as the videos you're making. Like Tarkov isn't fun, or um, and obviously the history of Tarkov as well is like it comes from such a place of love for the game that you're like, I want to see this game success succeed so so much that. I'm going to show you what's wrong and I'm going to do it mathematically. <laughs> I'm going to show you exactly like what is what we need to do to fix the game and make it the best it could possibly be. And it's, that's the one thing that I've always admired about uh, what you and the, the podcast have done. Yeah. And it always seems to be kind of directed in the right way too. like, Hey, look, if this is what it's supposed to be doing, it's not because of this or exactly, that. Yeah. But if it, if it, if it's not, if you're just trying stuff out, then, Hey man, keep doing what you're doing because you know, it keeps us on our toes. Well, and it seems like you've, you know, you've got Nikita's ear now for a while there. It was like, you know, Castilli was the one that's like, you know, just has had a lot of momentum with, with BSG and Nikita. In the last two or three months, you know, your analytics that you've done, the testing, the bugs you're finding, it seems like traction is happening and, you know, they're taking taking it seriously. Yeah, for sure. I think I finally hit sort of critical mass where I finally convinced him, like, because the thing is that I'm I, I'm saying a lot of the things that a lot of other people have been saying for the wrong reasons for so long, mm -hmm. you know, like. All of my fights feel crappy because of cheaters, or all of my fights feel crappy because your netcode is shit. And I've been saying my fights feel crappy because the performance of the server code, independent of the networking and independent of the cheaters, makes it so that everything is so inconsistent that you can't even know if they're cheating. Like everybody looks like the game feels broken, whether it's because they're cheating or not, you know, whatever. And so I was saying a lot of the same things for different reasons. And, you know, Nikita's like me where, you know, people will come in and they'll say, you know, hey, I have this theory for whatever. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, you know, like sell me on it. Convince yeah. me because all I hear all day long is the same terrible arguments and terrible, you know, hey, I have a clip of a cheater. And it's like the dude just owned you like there was nothing sketchy about that right. engagement. Yeah, right. Um, but every now and then there's someone who's like, here's something that kind of doesn't jive with what you were saying. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. And now, because I'm 
so like neurotic i like click on it and i watch it and i'm like shit that changes everything you know like <laughs> right i got new a, a new variable is introduced yeah, oh my god has been introduced you're like time to hit the uh the lab Player again three. and and go through all this one more time that's what happened with the health stuff recently i convinced nikita that the health wasn't working properly so three years of of the one of the most important features of the game not working like nikita thought i finally convinced them that and then they changed it and then i did a, some initial testing and my initial testing was 80 percent right and 20 percent right by accident my conclusion wasn't exactly spot on right but it wasn't thorough enough um mostly because i was like eh, it's still i I could tell the part of it was broken. So at that point, I'm like, I'm just not going to test the rest of it because they're going to make changes. So why waste my time? Um, and then someone was like, hey, I think the testing might have been a little bit flawed. And for days, I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. Sure. Yeah, whatever, dude. Sure. You know, and then finally, he kept sending me clips and I'd watch a clip and I'd be like, oh, shit. Like, this <sighs> doesn't go with what I was saying. So then I'd be like, but it was also like flawed testing methodology. Well, so you're not I'm like go in a lab to... environment either, right? You're testing in like a basically live in a production environment, like over yes, the internet. Yes, he would he would have a result. He'd have a result that was different than one expected. And he's like, well, I don't know, maybe it was because of the bleed, or maybe it was because of a fragmentation. I'm like, well, control for that. Do a second thing. You know, thinking right. that he was going to clip. Could never... the, yeah, causation doesn't you know equate to. Or uh, what is the what is the expression? Correlation doesn't equal correlation causation. Doesn't equal causation. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. But, so and then after a couple of days, he was so the thing was is that he was persistent, like every other annoying moron guy in chat. That same name <laughs> keeps was, popping up. But he was persistent, but not rude. Right. You know, it was just like, hey man, I got another clip. It doesn't exactly jive with and of course I'm like, well, let me let me look at it. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm wasting my time still. And then every time it was like, oh crap, like this doesn't yeah, like so he finally could be I ended poking up... baby holes and things here. He could be, he could not be, but it's enough to like, yeah, cause the unease. So then eventually I had to be like, dude, you're absolutely right. Like this isn't working how I thought it was. It's actually better than I thought. But the bug that I still pointed out, like 20%, is still broken. But I need to reevaluate how the rest of it works because you're absolutely right. I just missed the nuance of this thing. And it was like, that's all it takes is persistence, knowing what you're doing, controlling, and being like mindful of all of the pitfalls and not being an asshole. Because if yeah. you're right and you're an asshole, I'm going to say, I don't care. And I'm right. going to ignore you. Right, yeah. Which is, uh, unfortunately, it's a shame. And if I was a better person, it would, uh, you know, the truth would come out more. <laughs> but you're like, but nope, I'm burying this because you're a dick. <laughs> it just so happens that, you know, 98% of the time, people who are douchebags are also wrong. So 2% of sure. the time, I'm going to not give them the time of day and we'll miss out on the truth. And then, you know, I'll probably figure it out a year later or whatever. Yeah, Moral of the story, enough. don't be a dick. Yeah. So now outside I have of to Tarkov, my entire oh, mindset. So outside <laughs> of Tarkov, uh, yeah. you're racing now. Are you getting your VR legs in racing? I've only done a little bit because so I have air conditioning in my in my house, but I don't have air conditioning in my basement Ooh. just because like I didn't want to deal with like the humidity and like mold because it's right, half underground. Right. 
and it's even in you know new england it's hot yeah and the last thing yeah. you want to do is be sitting in a leather chair with gloves on with like studio lights playing vr like i was Oof. i didn't know how much you could sweat from your face but once i played <laughs> vr i realized it so i'm kind of kind of holding off on that until uh until the fall yeah, um, I know. what VR headset are you rocking just out of curiosity i've got the the valve index okay how do you like it i mean i like it a lot um the the biggest issue that I had was I didn't really allocate enough room to begin with for one. Mm -hmm. um, so then I had to reorganize everything. And then once I got the sim rig, that took up a bunch of room. Oh, yeah. So then now, like, right. if I wanted to play, you know, Half-Life Alex or something, I'd have to move stuff around. Right. But uh, the other part of it is that, like, you know, I'm I'm 33, which I feel like is the threshold where it's like, oh, my body hates me. You know, I'm getting old. Hold on, oh, hold yeah. on. Pump the brakes, pump the brakes. It's all downhill from here is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I, I've crossed that hill and I'm on the yeah, other side I'm, now. I'm, I'm fully sailing past that. So I got I got an Oculus Rift 2, I think it is, from the from Quest 2. Yeah. The Quest 2, Quest 2. And uh, I, I've, I've given it a go. It was fun, right? Like it was way, way more immersive than I thought it'd be. Like I was like, it'll be cool to get, right? Like this, this is something I got it as a gift. I'm like, this will be great because then I don't feel like I spent money on it if it doesn't work as the way I wanted it to. And I was blown away by it. But like you said, I mean, I'm in a Manhattan apartment. Right. So I'm square footage is at a fucking premium. And the first day of, of fucking around with games, I literally thought I broke my wrist because I literally smashed it on the coffee table so hard that I dropped. The I was like, God, fucking damn. And I hear like my neighbors banging on the wall, like everything all right. I'm like, shut up. Leave me alone. Fucking, fuck I made the mistake. I made the mistake of the first day I streamed every now and then, like um, I, we're really close. My my wife's parents are awesome my in-laws are awesome they're always coming over and having dinner with us and stuff and every now and then i'm streaming and they're over and you know just because it's a slightly different generation and you know my wife isn't really like a gamer you know so like it's you know it's a different world uh -huh. um to them but the first day that i got everything set up and i was streaming half-life alex and super hot vr super hot i was like great. They're sitting up there eating their pizza or sandwiches, and they just hear like thud, you know, because I'm like hitting. I have a pillar, <laughs> yeah. like a support beam, and then there's like a low hanging light, and then like if I just reach up, I'll touch my ceiling. Right. So I'm like constantly Bad like smashing everything, and, and they're like, "Is he okay down there?" You know, and I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> The the first time I so I have the quest two also and uh, the first time I played super hot I realized how out of shape I was because the next day <laughs> my legs were burning I was like what the fuck did I do I'm like it was the goddamn VR jumping around dodge oh it's just it, it's just squatting and just trying to like dodge <laughs> yeah. the the bullets is nuts yeah the tough thing I find VR is is driving games it just VR sickness just hits me flying games I'm fine. Walking around, but the driving phasmophobia fucked me up. Oh, like, I, I'm a terrified of that game. Yeah. <laughs> now driving, driving really messed me up. Um, but it only hit me the first few days I played it. It only hit me because I mean, naturally, I didn't start with like the Fiat 500, right? I had to like pick the F1, whatever, like an right. idiot. Of course. <laughs> you know, 
and I mean, I, I spent, you know, all this extra money on like the proper brakes and I've got like this aftermarket brake kit and everything. So I like, I'm like switching out like all these like little rubber things and oiling them up. And I'm like, I, I spent more time doing the brakes on my VR kit than I've ever spent on brakes on a car in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and of course I'm like sweating because it's 85 degrees in my in basement. basement. Yeah. And then all I'm doing is just flooring it, spinning out because, you know, I've, oh. Because I live in New England, every car I've ever driven has either been four-wheel drive or front-wheel drive. Yeah. Right. So I've like never driven a 700 horsepower rear-wheel <laughs> rear drive car. Drive. Yeah. So you know, I'm like sitting there just spinning out over every corner, and um, and what hit me was as soon as I would go backwards, my brain was like, "You're not going backwards," and that's right. when it was like instant. I literally had to as soon as I would spin out, I have to rip the headphones off because yeah. that was like, the first no. day I streamed. The first day I streamed it, I had to, I literally was like, I'll be right back. Ripped off my headphones and went upstairs and I puked for like 20 minutes. Oh, oh no. my God. Really? Like head in the toilet. Like, and I came oh, down and I was like, oh, oh. thanks for the stream. I got to go. I'll see you later. <laughs> later, later. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it man. was bad. Dude. It was bad. And I get like, the older I get, the more motion sick. I used to be able to like ride roller coasters, like no problem. But yeah, yeah I mean, the older I get, the more frail this fleshy. Yep container you know is and uh yeah, yeah. i'm still a young guy man you're still yeah, a young you guy are, like, so i'm i'm 30 i'm 37 and we went to hershey park like two years ago and i just like i i separated from my family i have like two kids my wife i'm like just 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 hang out here i've got to hit this roller coaster just real quick i get off i'm like it was fun but i gotta sit down for a minute <laughs> and that used to be able to ride them all day long yeah. yeah, luckily me and my wife are on the same page and we'll go to, you know, Universal and we'll, I used to be able to ride the Hulk like over and over yeah. and over and over again because like you get in the fast pass line and some days there's just no wait. So you just ride it and then go right up to the front and ride it. And now it's like I ride it and I need a 20 minutes solid sitting on a bench. Like, <laughs> Let's yeah. go get a churro and just hang soda. out. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, That's I think awesome. the first thing I tried on that on the VR headset uh, was a roller coaster, and I was like, "Oh, okay, like this is definitely." I, and then I'm like, "I don't know about this," and I immediately read an article, and it's like, "Yeah, don't start with that. That's the biggest mistake." <laughs> so of course I'm like, "Sweetie, come here, come here, put it on her." I'm like, "Check it out!" And she falls out of my gaming chair. I'm like, "Really?" And she's like, "What the hell? This thing sucks. I'm never doing this again." I'm like, "My wife, the same thing. I put it on, and she was like, "Nope." Oh, oh no like literally hit the gas pedal and instantly was like i feel sick like didn't yeah. have to spin or anything she yeah. was going like she was driving like a ferrari f1 you know and she was driving like 25 <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and she's like no i, I can't, don't like I can't. it i don't like it it's great. Uh, it, it, it's, of, uh... i was just gonna ask one more vr question oh, oh, yeah. it's a bit of a meme game but have you done that plank game where you like walk out on the skyscraper it's that wooden plank no. that goes. So it's it's just it's very simple game. You step into oh, an elevator. It step into <laughs> an elevator. You go up to the top of the uh, of this building. The elevator opens. It's just open skyline, and there's a wooden plank that just goes out. And you nope. have to walk. walk I swear, I'm standing in my living room, and my wife's watching the stream on the TV, and I'm just like, <laughs> I know if I step off this plank, it's just carpet. But I'm not. Oh, I, can't, I can't do it. I'm gonna die. Gonna I swear, it, the, your heart drops. It's amazing. What's yeah. even better with that game, though, is you can actually place a wooden plank down and sort of line it up so you feel it with your toes. Oh yeah, you, you can go advanced mode. 
Yeah, yeah immerse yourself more in that. No Get a big fan, open up all the doors, let the air blow around. Throw some birds. I'll just, yeah, let some pigeons in into the apartment, you know, really get the ambiance. Oh, the, me, be- like, the best is you open the panel and you press 666 on the panel and spiders show up and try to chase you out of the elevator. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the headset's coming off. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> spiders uh, and knights are the only two things that, that mess yeah, with Yeah, that's me. just going to fuck you up. <laughs> like, I, I, there's something about, I remember going up uh, on our honeymoon, we went to uh, Rome and a bunch of Italy and stuff and going up saint something or others cathedral i forget but it's like at the vatican and it's like the highest point i swear to god it was like it felt like a seven hour hike it was probably 40 minutes but up these stairs that are all like crooked and diagonal and then you have to like use a rope to get up another spiral staircase and i mean there were like old ladies walking by me like in better shape (laughs) but i remember going to the edge and just being like looking out and that was the highest i ever felt I think seconds are probably the last time we were in Arizona when we went to the Grand Canyon. Um, but there's something about that that I, I'm sure there's something in like psychology where your brain is like, jump, man. And I'm like, no, like there's there's some aspect of me that's like purely I have no I have no desire to like, you know, this self-preservation. Sure. Yeah, it's I have like- no desire to- but there's something that's just like, leave over, man. You know, and that's why I don't I do not fuck with height. And you're like, no. That sounds perfect, man. Maybe right, we well. can even convince you to run a five-man with us. <laughs> no. <laughs> five-mans are bad. <laughs> five-mans are bad. No. No, that's bad. So, hey, thank you. Guys, again, if you guys want to run a I – will, I will absolutely – I'll run with you guys until, until we can, like, survive – at least, like, a couple of us can survive a raid. I will absolutely run with you guys. <laughs> yes. That might take longer I'm than you it. think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I missed it, but are we going to do a five-man raid? That's going to be awful. (laughs) Five-man shoreline. Five-man shoreline, yeah. No, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, man. I'm I'm to the point where, like, it's a great place to be where, you know, people look at you like this uber-successful whatever, and I'm still, like, feel like I'm new, so... um, Trust me, one day, you're going to feel exactly like you do today, and someone's going to be like, Oh my God! Is that really you? Can I have your autograph? And you're gonna be like, "Damn Damn straight, you can." Sure. Well, actually, that brings up a good point. What? That happens to me all the time. I had to be like, "I fuck." I need need to come up with an autograph. You're gonna have to. One day, you're gonna have to invent an autograph, and you're gonna realize that you can't just sign your name. It's gonna have to be something Veritas with a big V and the whole thing. No, so you, you should just carry around a pocket full of those guitar picks and then just hand them out. Like a streamer. <laughs> oh, like, there you go. You get a real one. You get a real one. Yeah, and That's then I just gotta deal with my gotta deal with my wife making fun of me, <laughs> walking around with a pocket full of guitar picks, and nobody ever asks me about it. <laughs> Actually, that brings up a good point. Like, what are your you know you're still doing programming at, at your other company, right? Or is that that's all done? No. Oh shoot! I, so right. I actually I I quit in March of last year yeah nice so i've been doing this full time um oh, congratulations i mean I, I definitely took like a pay cut you know i was working a senior software engineering yeah. job at a company in san francisco so i was making good money um Upset. but but um this i mean this is just you know you only it's like once. half the dream and half the nightmare 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, because it's like I'm my own boss. I get up and I play video games and I edit videos and I make music and none of that feels like work. Yeah. The only right. thing that feels like work is just dealing with negativity. Yeah. That's yeah. the hardest thing. And I'll be the first to say that I'm probably the shittiest when it comes to it. Um, I'm, I'm not great because all I've, I, you know, I've had 30 something years of dealing with it that, you know, if I'm ever shitty to someone, I'm expecting to have my nose broken. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, from right. New England. You, <laughs> yeah. you know, if I'm going to say something to somebody, I'm expecting them to swing. No, but the hardest thing, and, and this is something that actually I thought was really interesting, and I've learned a bunch. If you've ever listened to like any of the talks that Healthy Gamer GG ever has on his stream, um, or, or even any, I've been seeing it more and more and more, and it, it actually has been really encouraging. I watched a video recently from just some girl talking about like the McElroy brothers that do podcasts and stuff that I that I watch, um, and I I never saw them fall, and I don't think they fell. But there was like a kind of a similar situation where um, the more popular you get, the more, you know, 20% of 10, you know, is one or two. And it's easy to dismiss one or two. But when you have 10 or 20 or 100 or 200, it, the more success you get, the more proportionately the negativity gets. Yeah. Right. Right you can't react in a way that you normally would react in any situation, right? Like if I was in a group of people and I think about like my streams as, you know, like I'm sitting on my couch with a bunch of, you know, yeah. right now we'd be a yeah. bunch of dudes with like chips and beers just hanging out. And if someone walked in and was like, you're such a douchebag, we'd all stand up Maybe and I'll get just, the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, is that when that happens, when someone says something, you have to realize there's 500 people watching. One person says something, you instantly feel like, oh shit, you know, it's on. You yeah. react to them. And, but 400 people all go, why are you giving that person who means nothing the Even attention? The time of day, right. Yeah. You're essentially like, on stage with this massive audience, and one person stands up and goes, fuck you. You're like, get up here, let's fight. Heckler. Yeah, that's yeah. it's the heckler. Yeah. And see, the thing is that, you know, there, I admit that when I watch some comedians and they deal with the heckler, sometimes I'm like, well oh, done. Absolutely. And, and other times I'm like, ooh, what a dick. And it's yeah. like, yeah. But you realize that they're like improvising something on the fly. Right. And their just knee jerk is to be vicious to stop it in its tracks. Like if you're like, oh, you're not funny, you're a douchebag, and then you continue on, they're going to do it again. So if you just yep. kneecap them in front of everybody like a savage, yep. everyone in there is like, holy shit, Lobo's a psycho. Do not Don't say anything to yet. that guy. And and, and, yeah, and there, I and know exactly weird, what you weird, mean. <laughs> there's a weird bell curve because if you're a nobody and you, you're you like a savage to somebody, it's like, hell yeah. yeah. If you are like Dave Chappelle, and you're everybody's going to say, hell like, yeah. yeah. If you're some dude with like... 70 people in the crowd and you're doing well for yourself locally then you might come off as a dickhead yeah yeah it's all and that's and that's me situational. you know so, right it's a, it's imagine, a spot on with someone that. comes in someone comes in the back door they came in a little bit late and they come to sit down and all they see is you responding to the heckler they just yeah. think the whole comedy show is about you saying this person's a piece of shit yeah right. which is like 
that's a different comedy show, right? So right. absolutely. I'm, I'm 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 that's one of those things that I'm like dealing with a lot more and it's all good. It's you all gave good. us enough already, man. Yeah, let's let's go Friday. Please go enjoy Friday. your vacation. Enjoy yes. your vacation. Tell your we'll wife up on Friday. We apologize for we taking you away. We appreciate it. And uh no, we're gonna run a five man on Friday and you're gonna you're gonna hear some insane call outs. Just just go with him. Just go with him. We, <laughs> we tend to be, you know, a little bizarre, but it, it'll work. It'll be fun. Yeah. You guys can carry me. It'll be perfect. I appreciate it, guys. <laughs> this is fun. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for thanks for doing it, man. It's, yeah, it's a pleasure meeting right, we'll you. Yeah, Enjoy See you, man. Have See a ya. good one. Well, that wraps up the first part of our conversation with Veritas. Hope you enjoyed us, and please join us next week for the second part, where actually we joined him on his live Twitch channel after he got back from his vacation. We have some more conversation about Tarkov, and we also talk about his charity, Best Friends Animal Society. If you get a chance, please go check them out, bestfriends.org. Till then, take care.